0: hey guys welcome to episode two of rad talk where sports and medicine collide I'm gage and that's Dennis, Dennis. today's episode we're gonna get a little a uh, little spicy here we'll start with our first thoughts uh, our thoughts on the end of round one beginning of round two for the NBA playoffs um, then we're gonna start uh, I guess he called a new segment I'm <clears throat> kind of excited Dennis is going to teach us about uh, his experience with traveling specifically traveling um, he's a travel ultrasound tech Um and then lastly, probably what I'm most excited for, we're going to end with a little segment where we get to answer. Dennis and I are going to answer a couple questions, kind of let you guys into our lives a little bit. Um, so we'll go ahead and start with our thoughts on round the end of round one. I know all but two of the series are over. We have two games tonight. Um, first, I think the Warriors play the Kings. I think that's the first game. Yep. Um, I don't expect anything life-changing. Um, We talked off the camera. Golden State's a much different team at home. So the fact that they – and they're absolutely garbage on the road. So the fact that they won game five in Sacramento tells me that this series is over. Um, I think they win tonight. I think they win. Uh, We'll get – we'll do the segment at the end, but I think they win fairly easily. Um, So – Now they're favored by by seven and a half. They're favored by seven and a half.
1: Are you you doing the spread? So –
0: yeah, we'll do. We're gonna do a little segment. Came up with a name called Pick 'em Wick 'em. So what we're gonna do is we'll pick the winner. Uh, I think we could pick straight up. And then for Pick 'em Wick 'em, we'll give you the, we'll give you guys. We use Fanduel, so we use the spread that they have currently. Um, so for that game, Dennis already mentioned the Warriors are favored by seven and a half. Um, if I were gonna bet on this game, I would take. I think Warriors are gonna win by more than seven and a half. Yeah, I think so too. I think I think maybe. Uh, you
1: know, I, I think I would take Sacramento if the pick 'em wise, because I think I think it's gonna they're gonna win by like. So you six. think
0: Golden State wins, but it's by yeah, less than win. seven and a half.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think okay. I think I'm gonna say six. Yeah,
0: Here's I what. think Golden State. I think this is like a, a 15 point blowout. Like I don't think Sacramento's gonna show up at all. Um, so then, leading in, so the second game then would be um, Memphis versus LA. Um, mm-hmm. this has been an interesting, interesting series. You know, the Grizzlies drastically underperformed for the first four games. Um, oddly enough, the only game they won up until the last one was the one where John Morant didn't play. Um, so game five was close for the most part, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was and it ended up being a blowout. I mean, you know, yeah, I think that was we'll a watch. stretch. LeBron just didn't show. He was just – I don't know. He just wanted to take a break or what. What happened? He was out of there. Yes. Yeah. Which he really needs – they really need to win because they need – he needs a break. I mean, at 38 years old, he needs more rest yeah. than, than anything. This is the
0: else. first time I've ever watched him, and I'm like, man, he's – you can tell that he's 38. Like, he's slowing but down. They threw a lob or something,
1: and, like, he, like, caught it and just laid it in. And I was like, man, like, five years ago, he would have just slammed – he's still slammed at home. Yeah, yeah I mean – you wouldn't even have thought to catch him late. I think so. the
0: frustrating thing is he's the reason I started watching basketball, you know, when I was what 2003. So I was a 13 year old. Um, but the frustrating thing to watch is he, he just picks and chooses when to, and maybe it's cause he's old older now, but he picks and chooses when he wants to play when he doesn't want to play in terms of like in the actual game, you can see him conserving his energy during certain parts of the game. And it's frustrating to watch, um, Sometimes I wish he would just play less but play harder in the minutes that he does play instead right. of playing 45 minutes and just not being there for some of the time. Right. Um, side
1: note, LeBron and the two games we're talking about, LeBron and Steph Curry were both born in the same hospital. Not too yeah, far away i forget that from, in Akron, yeah. Akron, Ohio. So,
0: anyways, continue. Um, I think the, the key for me tonight would be Anthony Davis. He's been up and down. I think he played okay in Game 5, but he really has to play well. Uh, I know Jaron Jackson won Defensive Player of the Year, but I don't think that's uh, really an excuse for AD. He's AD's the better player, so I think he needs to play well tonight. Um, right. And another player that's been kind of disappointing is D'Lo. He hasn't played very well this series. Right, right. So We'll see how they do at home. We'll see. Yeah, and uh, Desmond Bain has played out of his mind the last couple games, so we'll see if he continues to do that. Dylan Brooks has been absolute hot garbage. Um, so we'll see if he turns it around. John Morant, I'm sure, will play well. He always, almost always plays well. But um, with all that being said, give me your your straight pick first before we do pick him, Yeah,
1: for sure. Uh, straight pick, uh, obviously, I'm, I'm going to take Golden State. I'm going to take um, the, the Lakers um, okay. to finish the series out. And are we going to the Saturday-Sunday games as well?
0: So I'm gonna yeah we will I'm gonna take the Lakers as well but the question is would you take the what did I say two and a half you gonna take the points or leave them the I, I think that um, oh it's four I, and a half so LA is favored by four and a half
1: right right yeah I, I would say that um, yeah I would take the points too because I think
0: LA is gonna I think they're gonna come out and and
1: uh, beat them by more than four and a half I think they'll be them yeah
0: I agree price. I would take the points as well mm-hmm. okay so that means. That's the end of round – every other series is done in round one. Um, obviously, there was – the only surprise to me, to anyone, is going to be that Milwaukee lost to uh, Miami in round one. That's the only surprise. Everything else, I think – to me, I'm surprised that Cleveland lost the way they did. I'm not surprised they lost. I'm surprised it was four to one. Yeah. Um, so. Everything else, I think, Boston struggled a little bit with Atlanta. But um, So, with that being – with the games tonight, we both think they're over. That would be the end of round one. So now we'll get right. into round two. Um, so the first game I'll just go through. I think on Sunday the Knicks and the Heat will play each other. Right. So there's one of your Eastern Conference games. Yep. Uh, so we can start with them. Yeah, sure. So give me I'll your ask. thoughts on the uh, so, Knicks-Heat.
1: You know, I think, you know, Jalen Brunson's a, a monster, obviously. Um, and, and Josh Hart, they've, they've been playing so well, they've been playing much better than I think everybody anticipated, especially how they handled Cleveland. Um, yeah. and but then there's you know, there's playoff Jimmy, um, that's coming yeah. out, and I think that so. They're the I'll do the straight pick is, is I think that the Heat will win this series, um, yeah. for specifically for tonight's game. Um, I think, or for excuse me, for Sunday's game. I think the they're, they're, Knicks are favored by four. Mm-hmm. And so I think the Knicks will um, – I think the Heat get one of the first two. And then – but I think – the anyways, the first game, I would I would roll with New York. I think New York will come out at Madison Square Garden and, and they're going to try to make a statement. Um, I think they'll get that one, but I think then they'll relax and then that will allow the Heat to kind of steal some games. Um, so give me the Heat in um, – give me the Heat in six. Okay. So you want the heat.
0: Wow. <laughs> All right. Um, so for a similar, I'm going to go the opposite. Um, I think the Knicks win the series. I think it's seven, seven games. I mm-hmm. think the Knicks win tonight or I mean, Sunday, um, I would take the points. So I would take the Knicks by more than four. Mm-hmm. I think they cover. Um, yep. I think the Knicks, they're kind of opposite, uh, teams, right? So the Knicks are a team. You can tell they right. play really well together um the biggest issue with the knicks currently is julius randall didn't play well last series and now he's actually injured he twisted his ankle in the last game so we'll see if he's even ready for right. you know game one or this series at all um and then playoff jimmy is a real thing but real. the heat are extremely reliant on playoff jimmy extremely yeah. reliant
1: yeah yeah they can't score they, they struggle
0: this is this is um Oh seven LeBron Cavs, right? Like they're extremely relying on one person and yeah. eventually it's going to catch up to them. And I happen to think it's going to be this round against the next. Um, I think it was a good. T- um, what was the perfect storm, I guess is the word against the bucks. He yeah. played well, the bucks just collapsed. They were up double digits in both of those games, four yeah. and five, and they just collapsed. So yeah. I don't even, the heat shouldn't have made it out around one. Yeah. So now I, I don't think they make it out around two. Um, but I, it'd think be, that, I think it'd be a good series. Yeah, I think the Heat's defense, obviously the Knicks can score a lot better. The Heat
1: just, they, there's no, they can't score. Their offense is like you said, completely relying on Jimmy Butler. If Jimmy Butler is scoring mm-hmm. and hitting all these crazy shots that he can hit apparently, um, then the offense rolls. Otherwise, they can't get the ball in the bucket. So mm-hmm. and, and we'll see if their defense can really hammer down on the Knicks. You know,
0: if Julius Randle doesn't play, maybe it's a different story, or if, um, what's his name? Tyler Hero got injured last round, so I doubt he's. I doubt he plays this round. Um, if they had, if they had him, maybe it's a different story. But I, I agree. I think the well. I think the Heat struggle to score. I think it's going to catch up to him. Um. Okay. So we'll stick with. We're going to stick in the Easter Conference. Is that right with you? Good. Yep. Sounds good, man. And, and, All uh... right. Let's do. Um, it's Boston versus Philly. This will be the good one, assuming yep. everyone's healthy. Right. So, look, give me your thoughts on the on the series overall to start.
1: You know, I I think that Boston. I don't from watching them how they played last series, how they should have swept Miami or how they should have swept Atlanta. I don't mm-hmm. have any idea how. <laughs> I want to take Philly because Boston should have swept Atlanta. So it's like, what uh, what is going on? So I think that I think I'm going to take. Let's see here, Game One, um, Philly. Or Boston's, it's in Boston. Game one, they're favored mm-hmm. by seven and a half. I think Boston gonna, is. Yep, Boston's favored oh. by seven and a half. Um, game one, so I I think if if Joel and everybody's healthy on Philadelphia, um, yeah. give me Philly. I mean, I'll, I'll take Philly, and um, I think I think it would go six or seven. Um,
0: so that but, yeah, being seven and a half favorites tells me Vegas thinks that Joel is not going to be healthy. Yeah, that's a healthy spread for Game One against two teams yeah. that should be fairly evenly matched. Right. Um. Okay. So you. T- so say it again. You took. Boston? I take. Philly.
1: I take Philly. I'll take Philly Game One. Just and I'll. But I'll take Philly oh, Game One. Okay. Uh, just because How I, many I games? That, uh, give me. Man. <laughs> if they're healthy, give me. I think I have gotta say seven. Give me seven. Yeah. That's uh, it's 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 going to be so close. I mean, if 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 Joel is healthy, like I I think, and I and I think if Boston does lose the series, I think they're gonna they need to really look at their team and either blow some things up and trade some parts. But
0: that's for a different talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, okay. So we're actually going to be opposite again on this one. I'm, I am going to take Boston um, seven points though. If Joel and B doesn't play, give me the points. But if he's playing, I'm not taking. I would take Philly to cover. Yeah. Um, you're right. Boston played poorly. Mm-hmm. I mean, they won X. They should have swept Atlanta. Um, sure. But I think – I don't think Joel Embiid's going to be healthy based off of some of the stuff I've read. Um, even if he does play, he's not going to be healthy, fully healthy. So mm-hmm. I'm going to take Boston. I'm going to say – I'll say Boston in six. Mm-hmm. And no Embiid. If he plays, I'll take Boston. But I don't think they cover for game one.
1: Okay, that's good. That's fair. That's fair. Um, And so we have the last game that we have to look at would be the game tomorrow, and that is that's a Western Conference team. That would be Philadelphia. Excuse me, Phoenix in Denver.
0: Yeah, this is the more interesting of the two. Likely, you know, the two series in the West. Um, You know. How I feel about you know how how I am going to pick you know how I feel about yeah. Phoenix. Um, I think Kevin Durant's a stud. Yeah. They're loaded. Devin Booker's a stud. Um, so I, I think uh, Phoenix is going to win the whole thing. So obviously I have them beating Denver. Um, they don't have home court, so maybe it goes seven. Um, I don't know what the spread is. I think uh, I do think Denver will win Game One.
1: Spread Game One. Uh, Denver's favored by two and a half. I would take Denver in the
0: points. I mean Phoenix couldn't beat LA at home yeah. with in round one without Paul George. So I think Phoenix loses again game one. Right. But I, I think they take the whole series, seven yeah. games.
1: I think they're just so top heavy. Um is top was LeBron's statement when he made, you know, we're top mm-hmm. heavy is is you know, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um I, I I think that I think the Joker is not going to win MVP regular season this year. I think it's going to go to Joel, and I think this is also going to be the season that they progress up. Give me Denver. Um, give me Denver in um, in seven to to take out Phoenix. I think I just don't trust Chris Paul's body to hold up. I don't trust uh, Kevin Durant's body to hold up, Yeah, and I think that that's going to – little ticky-tack things – um, and I think Denver is more physical, and I think that physical game is going to also cost put a toll on to uh, the Phoenix, the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, the key uh,
0: the key to Denver is going to be Jamal Murray. I think mm-hmm. if he returns to you know bubble twenty twenty bubble, yeah, Jamal Murray, the Denver could be a, an issue. But mm-hmm. uh, give me Phoenix. Yeah, I think I think we'll we'll see what
1: happens. I'll see. Let's I picture. think oh,
0: we, since we predicted, let's just do the last one. Since we predicted. Both series end tonight. Yeah. Um we said the Lakers are gonna win, the Warriors are gonna win. That means they're gonna play each other in the next round. Right. I think this is probably the easiest of the four oh, to man. pick. I I don't uh I'm shocked that LA won this round. Um
1: yeah, I am not shocked.
0: I don't think I think Golden State would win. I'll give them six games if maybe I think Golden State wins in six because they're gonna have home court. Right. So they don't have to, they're terrible on the road, but that's going to be limited since they have home court. Um, I think the Lakers, I don't know. I just don't trust them. So I don't know what the spread will be, but I would likely take the Warriors to win game one and cover the spread just because they're lights out at home. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would take them to win the series in six.
1: That's, that's probably a safe bet. It's tough because it's like, I don't know. Uh, My, for some reason, I love both teams. You know, I love Stephen Curry. Um, That's because they grew up in, you know, Ohio. Yeah, yeah,
0: home, homegrown,
1: right? Yeah. Um, and so I want to. I think, I think I would be rooting as a fan for Golden State. Um, but I would love to see a good series. I think, like you, I think ultimately, if you push comes to shove, I'm going to take the Warriors in six, just because they're so good at home. They're a completely different team at home. Yeah, and to have, and to have home court advantage and have Game Six in home i mean they might they might clean it up sooner if they can win a road game yeah um but um i think they're gonna have issues with anthony davis um i mean although, does. i mean oh, with, i mean kavon looney might be able to do some things but i think that shooting spreading the floor i mean yeah i'm with you uh one of the things that we agree on i guess is we'll take uh lawyers and safety. Yeah. Definitely. okay
0: so i think that'll uh that'll end our first segment we'll see how those picks turn out, you know, I'm looking forward Mm -hmm. to watching those games, but, uh, so let's go ahead and get into the second, Mm -hmm. the segment. I think you're probably a little more excited for here. And, uh, I think our listeners would be more excited. Um, so what we're going to do is, I think we explained last episode, but Dennis is a travel tech for ultrasound. Mm -hmm. Um, he's been doing it for a while. So we're going to let him kind of speak some facts and give us some information about, uh, the basics of travel, Healthcare for sure.
1: So, I think um, I'm just going to start off. I've been traveling as a sonographer and radiology for you know about I think going on six years at mm-hmm. this point. Um, I've been all over the, the country, all over the world. I've been to Guam, um, I've been in a lot of different states. I think I, I would have to even I'm not even sure how many states I've been to. Um, if if somebody, I guess I'm just kind of give you guys like a generalization and, and we'll go into more detail in episodes down the road. Um, kind of why I started doing this was, um, I had a, uh, a girlfriend at the time who, um, started doing travel. She was a nurse, started doing traveling nursing. And she kind of said, um, it's something that she would want to test the waters in. And I was up for a change and I actually, um, got my first uh, travel job while I was in Belize on vacation, um, I got a phone call from the manager of the department, um, that a, a job that I had applied with, with the company. And he was like, he knew, you know, I told my recruiter that I'm in Belize, but I have Wi-Fi at my Airbnb and, and he called me and was like, I hear you're in Belize. He's like, what are you doing applying for a job while you're on vacation yeah. there? And I was like, well, you know, like, uh, I'm just like, to make for, money. Yeah. I got to make money I look for my first gig. i am got to pay for this vacation somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I accepted that job and, and uh, we bought a camper and a truck and, and we we're off to our first gig in Illinois. Um, I think that if somebody, if I was to give a tip to somebody uh, who wants to get into it, I think their first bet is to find various companies that you're willing to work with, find a recruiter that seems semi-knowledgeable, um, that you can deal talking to um, because it becomes a you know, texting, email relationship that you have with your recruiter quite a bit. Um, and so you really want to make sure that somebody you can get along with. Now you have to be mindful that like, you know, I know a lot of folks who become friends with the recruiters, which is great. You um, have a friend, but it's also a business relationship. And so the recruiter, um, depending on what company they work for, they can make money with the more clients they have. And so, yeah, it, they're your friend, but they're also making money off you staying with them. And so you have to make sure that it's conducive, uh, for you to stay with them versus going with another company that might have, um, A specific job which i'll go into the details certain companies only sometimes have certain jobs at certain hospitals and then if that Mm -hmm. company allows another company to have that job then they take a piece of the pie um and so you could be losing money by working with a certain company that's having to pay another one for that particular job at that hospital a lot of little intricacies um Mm -hmm. that deal with this kind of stuff
0: so Uh, i know you said you had a A girlfriend at the time that was she was already traveling right um had you heard anything about traveling before you met her no you know you were 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 you an ultrasound tech before you met her yeah 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 okay so so you knew so had you heard anything about traveling before you met her
1: you know i had a buddy of mine in in radiology had dabbled um talked about traveling we didn't know anything about obviously exploded um recently Mm -hmm. And yeah. so, but when I was looking into it, I was like watching nurses' videos and like just trying to find different information, you know, salaries and and benefits mm-hmm. and and different you know, who to work with, who not to work with, and it was just it was very I, I, I'm biased. I think it was very scarce at that time, and this was just six years ago. Um, and and so, like I had thought about it, and I had actually talked to recruiting companies. Um, and they would tell me different things and, and I was fairly new at, at, at doing sonography as well. And so that was, um, kind of a, I wasn't sure if I was going to be like, like it was good enough to make the leap mm-hmm. to going into different hospitals and being like, okay, run, you know, and, and keep up with everybody else and, and have those expectations. Um, and so I, I had known about it. Um, but then once she decided she was miserable or didn't want to be where she was at, yeah. um and made that leap she she was able to, to travel it was about i think it was two and a half hours from where she was staying at the time yeah. uh, and so she was able to kind of travel but far enough to where she could still make it home because she was working three days a week so should get four days off um yeah. and so i saw her dipping her feet and like enjoying it and being like wow like i could see yeah. so many places meet so many people and probably get better at doing this um than just staying at this one place and then trying to climb the ladder. Cause that was my game plan initially was to stay there and try to kind of get my master's and get into the business side and climb the, the ladder of management. And, um and then when she was like, you know, I want to do this. And I was like, let's do it. And then she was like, let's get a camper. Let's, you know, she had all yeah. these ideas and I was, and, um, and I was like, that sounds crazy, but let's do it. Like, and uh, it was probably one of the the coolest things that I got to be a part of and I got to do, um traveling you know it's like a it's like a retirement thing like you hear all like the yeah. older folks like i'm 65 i'm gonna buy a camper and just like travel the world and i was like okay well i'm you know i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna work while i do it and and um to be able to go to different hospitals uh, not working remotely but being able to go there and just see the areas and um it was an experience it was it was just great um and then getting to meet uh, the, a lot of different uh, other sonographers or techs or um Radiologists and work with all these people that are really smart, um, and learning from them and learning from each other, um, bu- building those relationships were were awesome. Um, also, the protocols that you work from hospital to hospital you're like, you go to a different hospital and you kind of just have to f- blend in and like remember how they want things done, and um, that can be a hard thing to do. I mean, it, it, it's all these little intric- intricacies of being part of a travel, which something I'm going to touch on. Um, our next. Of our future episode, just kind of lead you, lead you along here is, is, um, pay, um, and how you can look into your per diem pay. If you have a permanent house, um, in the state that you reside, um, and, and no way am I a tax professional or so I consult your tax professionals, but, um, I can give you a little bit of insight into the travel world. We're going to go, I think, episode by episode, and, and I'm going to touch on each detail, um, of that. But I think this is, you know, this was kind of an interesting question was with, with you gauge um, working with, you know, different travelers, being a radiologist and knowing that like there's a traveler in x-ray that's there's a traveler in CT there's a traveler in ultrasound. Yeah. I mean, how that coincides with working with you. And I know as a sonographer, we probably, we work hand in hand, maybe more than other parts of radiology. Um, but you're still doing procedures and, and IR stuff with, different modalities and you go into these places and they you know, it's some traveler and you have to trust that yeah. they, they know what they're doing. And, and, um, and I'm sure that's kind of like a, I don't know how, how a rad feels about that. I know. You know yeah. Different- that's
0: where you kind of hope the, the hiring, whoever does the hiring kind of did their job, did their <laughs> homework. Uh, yeah. Cause it varies. Uh, I've experienced usually, I think only ultrasound and x-ray are the biggest for me where I've experienced travelers. Cause like mm-hmm. you said, we work with those two the most cause they do procedures. We do procedures w- with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do have traveling CT and MR techs, but that's less, mm-hmm. I don't deal with them cause they just kind of acquire the images and we don't really interact with them.
1: Right. Um, so you kind of hope
0: the recruiting person did their homework. Um, cause I, in my experience it's been a, it's a mixed bag. Some of the travelers are really good mm-hmm. and then obviously some of them are not, not great. <laughs> um, so if they're good, it's obviously makes your job a lot easier. Um, and it's different cause some of them are, especially on the, like the x-ray side of things They they do, like you said, protocols, they do things differently at mm-hmm. either their, you know, their home hospital or where they came from, mm-hmm. um, compared to how we do it where we're at now. Um, so if they're not used to things, you kind of have to, you know, teach them a little bit, which can, mm-hmm. you know, it, it slow you down a little bit, but, Right. Once they pick up things, the good ones pick it up fast and then mm-hmm. it's off to the races, just like it would be with a normal tech that's been there. They're obviously not going to know the small details of the hospital as well as the techs that have been there for, you know, forever. Right. right. Um, but I think it's been highly variable. Most of the traveling techs I've been interacted with have been good, mm-hmm. um, but it's definitely variable. Yeah, that's, that's,
1: that, and that's a different perspective, you know, and I've worked with um, different radiologists and they're, they want yeah. to those- done a certain way and you're like okay like i've got to like not do like something simple like um where i've worked at a facility where you know we're doing a right upper quadrant ultrasound and and we don't include the kidney on some of right upper quadrants we don't include yeah. the pancreas on some right upper quadrants um and then other places where you if you're looking for a gallbladder we only do one organ and yeah. so you're like, okay. So you're like, okay. I'm doing a right upper quadrant, but I'm only looking for this particular organ, and that's the only thing that I do. And so it's just little little things like that that you just got to kind of roll with constantly. And and you know the the doctors make the protocols, and so you have to kind of, as me as a sonographer, I have to follow along with people like yeah. you who want us to do it the way that you wanted to do it based on yeah. whatever you know whatever you guys have come up with. Um, and so yeah, I think uh, I think working in the department as a traveler is kind of cool because you don't have to worry about the drama um of the department. So yeah. you yeah. don't have to worry about the the um you know, the cat yeah. fights or the what whatever is going on. Yeah, and, you know, and, and so you're I'm there to, to do a job and I can go off and kind of hang out and do my own thing and um just get by because most contracts are typically anywhere from eight to 13 weeks. 13 is kind of the norm. 26 weeks is if they're like, they really know they're going to need you for a while. Um, and then they're, you know, overseas in, in Guam or other countries, um, you know, you can look up to almost a year um, full contracts just because they know that like we need people here and we don't have any schools around here. And the longer I can keep you here, the better for our hospital. And so, um, that's kind of nice to not have the drama, but then on the flip side, you know, is you, you, you make a, typically make a little bit more money, but you are by yourself. Um, you don't have any friends, you don't have any family. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have to really get comfortable, um, doing things alone or if you get lucky and you find like a cool apartment that's like yeah. willing to meet you out for trivia nights or, or, um, different things like that, which I've, I've gotten lucky in certain places than other places. It was like, nobody wants to do anything ever they're just hanging out with their family and they their friends and you're like and you're like hey you want to do this and they're like no i don't want to do that i'd rather stay home and then they end up like going out together and you don't get invited or something yeah Um, which is kind of you know it's it's you know who you know and you get comfortable with who you're with and so that's just the way it is Um, so
0: six years ago you kind of made the decision hey let's let's do this Mm -hmm. Um, and you mentioned a little bit about this but if you're for someone that's in your shoes, you know, your shoes six years ago, right. where do they go? Like how do they start looking and mm-hmm. where can they find reliable and decent information about what it it takes and what it's like right. to be a traveler?
1: Right. I think uh your first thing you want to do is probably send an email to talk with DG at gmail dot com. Yeah. We have, a, we, have an ex, we have an expert on staff, so. right? And uh, ask us any questions that we can, and we'd love to help you with that. But I, I think the first thing you do is um, is is you Google various companies. Um, you want to you want to look for um, probably three. I would say go with three, which is 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 a pain in the neck because each company wants three references typically, mm-hmm. and so you have to find you know three different people. Um, for every company through. So you got nine people that have to give you references, which is kind of be a hard time, you know, to sometimes find nine people that want to give you a reference. Yeah. Um and, and so, but I think that's important because like I said earlier, certain companies only work sometimes with certain hospitals. And so if you have a you know X company that only works for you know this hospital in North Carolina and that's where you want to go, if you're not signed up with that particular company, um, you'll never know that job exists. And um, and that's happened before with me on um, certain companies that I hadn't worked for before. And I randomly was on Facebook scouring and somebody said Mm -hmm. they're hiring. And I reach out to the companies that I work for and they say, we don't have that, those jobs. None of them had that job. Um, And so um, the individual who had posted, luckily a post on Facebook, I reached out to and they said, yeah, we're hiring, but they only work with this particular company. And so Um, they were lucky enough to to have, sometimes I've had that company reach out to me and say, Hey, this usually doesn't happen, but the manager knew somebody who you mentioned to on Facebook and they would like to interview you. And so we're reaching out to you. This is kind of a weird, uh, happenstance, um, that doesn't happen too often, but that's another way you're just kind of, so you're guessing. So I think that, um, sometimes smaller companies pay a little bit more because they don't have, um, They know they can't keep up with certain contracts that more companies have, but also them paying more um, kind of hurts them. Um, It hurts their bottom line because they're probably um, having to pay those bigger companies and I'm getting all the, the business side details here. They have to pay those bigger companies a certain percentage to be allowed to have that job. And so yeah. as you, as you small, as you start out, um, the companies will allow you to be, um, they'll give you a certain amount of jobs. And then as you grow as a company, they'll give you more jobs. The more people you can fill in those positions, then they allow you to have more jobs, but they're also, you're also, that company's getting charged, mm-hmm. uh, which could hurt your bottom line too, um, and so you have to be mindful of that there's lots of apps out there, which I'll go over the apps that actually yeah. literally compare. Literally, you can see, you know, job in Illinois versus same job in Illinois and the pay discrepancies from one company to the other. Because some companies, my bottom line might be, we need to make 45% off of that traveler or that job. And the other companies might be, well, we can well, we can take 30% off of that particular traveler job. And so that gives you more in your pocket. And so you can see those, those pay discrepancies, which could be you know, hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars a month. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it's, it's huge. And, and this can go super deep. And, and I think me and Gage are going to definitely dive much deeper into these. Um, look forward to how we'll label the episodes appropriately so you can see where what questions you yeah. have and we can hit those. I um, mean again, you know, shoot us an email on social media um, and we, can, so and we let's, can, yeah.
0: I think we can, so we find the companies, right? Then what ha- what happens when you find a company that you're, I'm assuming that you by company, you mean recruiter.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, yeah. So find, what happens
0: when you find a recruiter that you're, you're ready to work for, work with or whatever? Right.
1: So I'll just give you, I'll just throw like a, a big one out there. Medical Solutions is a really big company. Um, and so you would go to their website. Um, we're not sponsored by medical solutions at all, but, uh, this is just an example. (laughs) Um, you'd go to their website, you'd sign up, you'd make your profile. You would, um, you know, put all your job stuff as you're literally applying for a job. You put your references in there. A recruiter will contact you. Mm -hmm. Um, and you kind of tell them, you know, where do you want to go? What are you looking for? Um, what's important to you is pay. They want to know is pay important to you. You It's like you're buying a car, you know, do I really want a fast car? Do I want, Mm -hmm. um, a family car, and so the recruiter going to say, you know, what's important? And so you say, you know, if, if pay is important to you, okay, then let's look here. If um, location is important to you, then okay, we're going to you might we're going to look where you want to go. Obviously, um, if you know if if the sun's important to you, and you're like, I want to be out in the beach, and so yeah. okay, then we're going to focus on that. If you say, I just want to go somewhere, anywhere then um, I think that's harder for them because it's just like, they're just constantly like throwing a lot of jobs at you. Um, and it's in some places, some uh, recruiting companies um, you go online and you actually click like I'm interested. And then when you click, I'm interested, it automatically sends your pre-made profile to that particular um, employer, to the recruiter who will then forward it to the employer. And then they can make the decision to bring you in for an interview or, however they want to do it. Other recruiting companies, they will text you or email you however you have it, want it set up when they get new jobs. And so if they get something new, they'll shoot you in a message and you say yes or no, they'll tell you the pay package. They'll tell you the call. They'll tell you um, everything like that. And, and as much as the information that they're told um, mm-hmm. and then you decide yay or nay. Um, and then the next step is, um, you know, I think you, you pick several different places because a lot of times you don't get, you know, if I apply for one job in Los Angeles, um, you know, might be a lot of people applying for that same job. Yeah. And so you might not even get an interview for that job because they look at, you know, they're, they're going to look through your resume and compare it to everybody else's resume. And so you, as a sonographer, you can uh, differentiate yourself with um, obviously your level of uh, of degree. You know, if you have a bachelor's degree or you have that might be looked at differently with the recruiter, if you <laughs> it can, yeah. it can be looked at like, um, or with your, with the hiring manager, excuse me. Um, you know, if that particular hiring manager maybe went to the same school as you, you know, <laughs> they yeah. might might yeah. be more apt to, to bring yeah. you in. Um, if, and also with sonography specifically, um, your, uh, registries. And so sonography has a wide range of various registries from abdomen, to OBGYN to musculoskeletal yeah. to, um, pediatrics to breast, you know, all of these different things. And so if they look at somebody's resume and they say, wow, like they have a lot of registries or they need somebody who they're like, we know we need somebody who's registered in vascular. Yeah. And so if you're registered in vascular, they can throw out everybody else who is not. Um, and so you can help help yourself by, um, getting more registries. Um, and yeah, I, I think, and that's and then you go through your interview and that's when they're mm-hmm. gonna call you. And the interviews are very unique, a very unique process because typically an interview, you know, um they bring you in and you meet people and they show you the apartment and they talk to you and you know, you know, you're both interviewing each other, which I think um we're both interviewing each other in this instance, but I think you're more interviewing them because if they're calling you for an interview, it's like, do you want to be here? Um, yeah. we've, looked, we've looked at your resume, we've looked at the recruiter, we've looked at your stuff. Um, Usually at the end of the interview, they're like, you know, well, okay, well, we'll get back to you. And the offer letter's in. Like, if you get the interview, the job is, from what I've experienced, the job is typically coming. Yeah. Um, and, and, um, I haven't had many of interviews that, like, they didn't make an offer. Um, and sometimes, um, and usually the offer should be what you anticipated because the recruiting company has all that information already. And so you're just like, sometimes things go really fast. Sometimes you, had you i've put it in and like i get a phone call, a phone call that day and then mm-hmm. the other jobs that i put in for because usually i apply for multiple i'll get a phone call the next day or the following day or a week from then and then it's kind of sucks because if you've taken one then you have to turn then you have to, talk to all these other managers that you have to say sorry like i just took one two days ago three days ago and you're like gosh darn it yeah. like i hope it doesn't yeah. like ruin, ruin my chances with them and i think that's always something that you know if you want a little like tidbit from thing I always um, throw in there with the managers and say like, hopefully this doesn't like ruin our opportunity for possibly work together in the future. Um, you know, I you just you missed me by a day. Like I've already given my word to be somewhere else, um, but if you still have that need um, in 13 weeks when I'm done here, maybe we can do yeah. something in the future. You have my phone number, you know, you can. And usually, like I think that works really well. Um, I've reached out to people in the in the past that. Literally, I turned down a job and then was like they still needed a need um, and, and was able to like either help fill that need or find somebody else to help fill that need or like things like that. It works out really good. Um, also, there's great referral bonuses. So if you uh, yeah. decide to apply for a job, if you want to put my name down, um, I probably worked for I think I've worked for like four or five, five, six companies or something like that. Shameless plug. Yeah. Shameless plug. I'll take your referral bonus. bonus, Thank you. Um, And so, yeah, and I think, we'll, you know, like I said before, we're going to go into um, pay. You want to know how to find out how much you're going to get paid. Um, I can go over the intricacies of that, how the breakdown Mm is um, for your per diems, your uh, housing, your meals, your lodging, your uh, incidentals, um, I didn't realize how much there was that went into this stuff. It's 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 immaculate, and you know, yeah. um, I, I just I, I got the opportunity to um, kind of work and learn with a company um, while I was in Illinois that kind of that taught me their business because they actually had recruit they had um, nurses that worked for them, mm-hmm. and so they just taught me the intricacies of this business, which was a awesome thing. Like first contract, I get to meet people who yeah. own the company. Um, willing to teach me this stuff. And I'm just like, this is like the best. It's like having like, it's like you're the wizard of Oz and you're, you're the guy behind the mirror. Like you, you're the all knowing person. Uh, And so to know both sides, you can really, you can understand both things. Um, And I actually, my first recruiter I did make uh, friends with, and I did actually meet up with him at one point in Las Las Vegas. Um, I still keep in contact with him. He's no longer recruiting, um, but he was a super straight shooter and would tell me different, which I'll tell you, this is another little thing we'll talk about bill rates. And so the bill rate is kind of, is what the hospital and the recruiting company, um, get. And usually that's the piece of the pie. Say the bill rate is, you know, just throwing out a number, you know, hundred dollars an hour, $200 an hour. And so that's the piece of the pie that they divvy up amongst, um, the recruiter a recruiting company and the, uh, you as the traveler. Um, and so knowing that bill rate is, I've had, I've had hospitals um, managers that knew the bill rate and would tell me the bill rate. Um, and then that talk about a negotiating tool.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you're saying. gonna. It's like, it's like, it's like you're, you know, an example for gauge if you're a radiologist and you come in there and they say, well, we're willing to pay you x amount of dollars a year and they tell you the absolute max that they can go yeah and you're like okay like you've given me the first number and so like now i know where i can go um Mm -hmm. and i think that's a huge huge thing too that um managers do that is really nice for us travelers to to be able to to bank some more money um is a negotiating tool i'm trying i'm looking here to see everything i wanted to to touch on.
0: I think we got, so up to this point, you know, we got, you know, why you did it, you know, how you went about it. Mm -hmm. Um, So we talked about, you know, how you get involved. Mm -hmm. We talked about, you know, how to apply. Right. So I think at this point, you, we, let's just say we, we have the, we've had the interview, right. And we Mm -hmm. got the job. Right. So I think in the next episode, we can start with like what happens, you know, after you get the job. Yeah. Um, And then you can pick whatever you want to talk about, whether it's pay or, like, what happens when you actually show up on day one to these new hospitals? Assuming you don't know anybody, it's probably right. a very, you know, it's kind of like when we start residency, we don't really know anyone, mm-hmm. we don't know the people working with. So it's very, it can be intimidating.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, and, you de- and you're dealing uh, with a lot of like, People who've been there for a while or yeah. who have got their ways of doing things. And and then what's really, you know, something I'll touch on again, what's really interesting is is you go into a place and you're like, man, like if they just did this little tweak here, this little you start seeing yeah. it work for I think it worked for like 13 hospitals or something. that I don't even know. Um, and you so you get an idea of like what works and what doesn't. And so, and that would help me probably on the management side and things, but you're just like, you have to bite your tongue because you're like, man, if they just change this little bit in some hospitals, you know, you can talk to the manager. If they ask you, you know, what do you think I could do differently? And, and you can kind of yeah. get your opinion. Um, but a lot of times you're just like, okay, I can't say anything because my goal here is to not disrupt. Like yeah. my goal is to, to fit in, do what they need me to do um and not disrupt but i think that's difficult for me because i don't know if you know me like i want to help and i want to give my opinion and i want to um whatever i can and and so that's a hard for me like i have to literally remind myself like okay just like don't say that they need a whiteboard on the wall right there that would work great like (laughs) little things like that it's just like i don't know um but yeah yeah i i'm excited to tell you guys a lot of
0: stuff um about this in the future i think that was a good start um Mm -hmm. definitely we can also there's a whole bunch of stuff we can talk about in terms of you know the business side all that kind of stuff how you have to interact with because as you know doctors aren't the easiest people to work with um and and radiologists can be even you know more uh, they're a different breed than most doctors even most of us are right you guys Um, sit in
1: dark rooms right for a reason yeah
0: Yeah, so it, I'll be interested to hear how your experience has been interacting with. Uh, right. I mean, I was a resident, so you've had to interact with residents, uh, maybe fellow. I don't know if you worked with fellows, but um, and definitely attendings. So I'll be interested to hear about how the dynamic goes with, right. um, you know, between you two, because I I have my own thoughts and my own experiences with how I have interacted with texts and how my attendings that taught me have interacted with techs. So. Mm-hmm. That's also another thing we can talk about. I'm sure most people want to talk about contract length and pay and all that kind of stuff. so we'll start with the the juicy stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, it's super interesting because I mean, interacting with, yeah, I mean your guys's experience with being your experience with being a resident and having an attending over you um, and mm-hmm. interacting and my experience is working with residents and um, versus the attendings and because I've worked with res- you know, residents fellows and attendings, um, at different big teaching hospitals. Um, and, and then even working with one of the radiologists that I was able to like go on a a trip with, um, to a conference to help better, um, the machine, (laughs) I'm not going to tell you what machine it is or what radiologist it was or anything like that. We'll get into that in a different episode, but, um, my relationships that I've been able to develop somehow, um, have been really awesome. So um, I'm excited to to tell you guys more about the pay and all the stuff you want to know and also some fun stuff that like I had a great time getting to be a part of. Um,
0: and like you said, if you have questions, you can email him. Uh, was it rad with DG at gmail.com? Yep. yep. radtalk talk. He can, answer, he'll, it's, if it's about traveling, Dennis will be the one that answers. I have no, <laughs> no interest or expertise in answering traveling questions. Cause I just don't know anything about it. Right. Um, but I think as our last, we'll wrap up the last, uh, the second episode here with a fun little game. Uh, I have a couple questions that Dennis and I have a notes thing that we, we edit together and we put thoughts and all that kind of stuff in there. And one thing we do is we put some questions, hypotheticals, or just, you know, kind of thought provoking questions. Uh, so I picked out a couple that are we're going to answer. And I think it'll give you a little bit of um, glimpse into, you know, Dennis and I's personality. And I think at least one of the questions will show you how different our personalities are um, in some aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, kind of cheated because I knew which questions I was going to pick. So I, I had been thinking about the answers. Um, <laughs> and Dennis has been maybe thinking about it for like an hour or two. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I will do is I'll ask the question since I came up with it. I can even go first. That'll sure. give you a little more time. Yeah, please. Um, and then we can talk about it. Uh, so the first question I want us to answer is we kind of talked last episode about, you know, the inspiration for wanting to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I we probably should answer this last week but it came to my mind um you see the big podcast they always have special guests always have special guests so my first question for us is i have four but i want you to give me you know a couple people whoever Mm -hmm. um that you would want to be our first special guests if you know that were ever to happen um so i'll go first and i think my Dennis knows me. So some of these answers will be pretty straightforward, but there's one that I don't think he's ready for. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one is the most straightforward and the one I think you would expect. Um, I have growing up, I was a big wrestling fan, right? Mm-hmm. I think I told you this. Um, mm-hmm. I have a tattoo. The only, I guess you gag tattoo. I can't think of like the, what the proper term is, but I have mm-hmm. a tattoo for this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first guess, without doubt would be stone cold, Steve Austin. Um he's a little old now, but I would love to have had him in my in his heyday, but even now I would still i would mm-hmm. fanboy if he showed up um I was a huge fan of wrestling and him specifically um he was very i was probably ten or eleven when when you figure out that wrestling is fake scripted, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. so I knew what he was doing was an act, but still the fact that he like got to go to work, he like beat up his boss, he's throwing mm-hmm. up middle fingers i mean he's cracking beers he's doing whatever he wants. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've kind of, you know, me well enough to know that that's kind of how I operate now. I don't like, I'm not violent towards my boss or anything, but I kind of do what I want when I want, say what I want. Right. Um, I'm a pretty straightforward. And I think Mm -hmm. that's modeled after his persona. Um, so he would easily be the first guest. I have so many questions with all his interactions with, um, all the other uh, you know, superstars that he worked with and Mm -hmm. his life experiences. Um, So he would be first. He's the most predictable. Second one is also predictable since you know me Mm -hmm. Um, in the musical world. I'm a huge Blink 182 fan. I have several tattoos of them Mm -hmm. um, that maybe eventually on video, I can show you guys, I don't have this set up right now, but um, they're also a little older. I would love to have them when they were like our age. Mm -hmm. Um, But still I would love to have those three guys on just because they were um, a big part of like the music I listened to at, like 13, 14, 15, like, so that sticks with you. I still mm-hmm. listen to him to this day. Um, mm-hmm. um, so I think I would be stoked to have those guys, especially uh, Tom is probably the one that would be, the, he's the lead singer. He would be the most uh, fun to have on. I think um, Travis is probably the most popular, right? He's the drummer. He's the one, I forget which one, but he married a Kardashian. Um, so he's probably the most mainstream right now, but I still think all three of them would be fantastic mm-hmm. to, to have on. Um, a third one would be the one you're not. Ri- I'll give you the other one that's kind of predictable. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm a 49ers fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't said where I did my fellowship, but telling you where the, you know who this guy is, you'll know why and where I did it and like, why hmm. I kind of like him on top of the fact that he plays for the 49ers. Um, so the third one would be George Kittle, right? He's, he's currently my favorite player in the NFL. Um, Mm -hmm. so he's the tight end for the 49ers. Mm -hmm. Um, he was also a huge wrestling fan growing up. I think he still is. Um, he seems like a, a pretty straightforward, fun kind of guy to hang out with. Mm -hmm. Um, I did my fellowship at Iowa. He went to Iowa, uh, for where he played his college football. Mm -hmm. Um, and now he happens to be on my favorite team in the NFL. Um, so I think between the, you know, being in the NFL and the fact that he is a huge wrestling fan, I think we would get along extremely well. Um, so he would be the third one, and then the last one you would never guess. But okay. just things I've seen from like YouTube videos and all this other kind of stuff would actually be uh, Post Malone. I have seen several videos of him hanging out with people. Everyone says he's really laid back. He's like a normal kind of guy, mm-hmm. uh, likes to have fun. He's also extremely popular. Um, but I've heard his concerts are really good. I've seen clips of his concerts and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he seems like a, a really laid back and chill kind of guy. And I'm sure he has some fantastic like stories and life experiences so yeah i think those are the those are the first four there's so many other ones you could yeah i could think of but those would be the four that i would start with
1: yeah i think um post malone he just had a a he was with impractical jokers too i watched impractical jokers and and he uh he did like he had an episode he was just like he does seem like a very laid-back yeah
0: uh, unique for someone that's like a, a just a Massive star, like right. You, when you get to be that good, you kind of have to have an ego, and a lot of them like lose themselves in that ego and become different people. But at least on a surface level, it seems like he hasn't lost right. that, which I, I respect. So,
1: and he's so young still, too. Like that's the yeah, thing. he's young and he's massive star, and he's seems like you said at surface level seems like a good dude. um Yeah, that's an that's an interesting one. I think um if I was to have people on the podcast, we're going like stars. Um I think it would be really cool to have like a Pat like Pat McAfee just that personality yeah. that that I don't know like I don't listen I listen to a decent amount of podcasts but I think having like Pat McAfee Skip Bayless um yeah. um so you want some fire starters I I, well, I you know Skip I've, Bayless well, I Bayless is a fire starter I've been watching Skip since he was on Cold Pizza um Um, yeah
0: that's a long time ago um
1: when i was when i was a kid you know and and so i've followed skip from cold pizza to undisputed now i think that would be awesome to have him on
0: um to listen i think his his co-star would be fantastic i think shannon would be fantastic i I actually watched some of his podcasts he's hilarious yeah shannon seems very authentic Right.
1: And he's got so many like stuff that he, like his grandma or his all yeah. and like all these like stories. You're just like, and, and Shannon Sharp and, and Sterling Sharp, their story of where they came from, like in the house. Yeah. I
0: saw a clip the other day where Shannon said he didn't take a shower in someone's bathroom until he was in the NFL. Like that's how poor they were. Yeah. Like, it, it's, which is crazy. That blows my mind. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. Now,
1: you know, people who, I mean, Shannon's what, 50 some years, 50 some years old? He, 55. Yeah. He's not that old to like, to have mm-hmm. that, that mind blowing, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, I think, uh, I think I really like your stone cold one. That was, that was also my favorite wrestler either stone cold, brought the Hitman hard. I liked them both. Um, it's probably stone cold a little bit more. And I, and I, I see where you, you know, you kind of get that, you know, that not, you, you, that not caring, like I have to do this mm-hmm. job. I'm doing the best at my job, you know, whatever it is. Like I, I, I love really? that persona. Um, I agree with you. Um, I think I would like to have somebody like
0: give me a musician. Give Me, one musician you would like because I think this is where our personality is going to be drastically different. Because sure. t- yeah. you're more of a country, and I can't stand country music. <laughs> and I have a feeling if you pick a musician, it's going to be a country music would, uh, musician. I think Morgan I would, Wallen or somebody like that.
1: I would. I would it'd be really cool to have Morgan on. But I think I would probably pick uh, Brantley Gilbert. Um... Okay.
0: I'm Which, vaguely familiar with him. Yeah, yeah. He's,
1: I mean, he's not, he's not like a super superstar. Um, he, he wrote, I think his, where he came from, you know, being a, a drinker and and making some poor decisions, and then you know he's covered in tattoos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that so, kind of yeah, it's so why I was, yeah, I figured yeah. In his in his music is country, but it's more of a rock side of country.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so I think, and I like country, but I also like rock, and so I think. Um, I, I followed him from the beginning of his career to where he's at now with his you know family life, and I think him would be able to tell uh, a lot of stories, and it'd be a lot of cool stuff. I actually went on a cruise ship. Uh, my only cruise I've ever gone on was a country music cruise ship where he was the mm-hmm. headliner, and so that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I'd probably you know Brantley Morgan Way- Morgan Wallen, um, yeah. Yeah. Luke Combs. Those are my kind of guys. I know that's not your your kind of. Uh-uh
0: um all right then give me so we got pat we got skip mm -hmm. we got get brantley gilbert um Mm -hmm. give me one athlete if you're gonna pick an athlete who you gonna pick man oh man um current you're a browns fan so there's not much yeah to choose from
1: (laughs) no there's not um i think athlete i oh man i mean i think Giannis has got a great personality. I'd go basketball. Giannis would be a because, good one. Yeah. yeah, Giannis would be really cool. Um, I think Luca would be really cool because um, he's from another country and he's, uh, you know, so popular. Um, yeah, at different places. Um, I'm trying to think who. Else. I mean, LeBron would be really cool. I think LeBron would be cool just because um, when I was in high school, my high school actually played against his high school in the Final Four. You got smoked for so- sure. Yeah, we got, we got, we were on yeah. sports yeah. and throwing up some dunks and stuff like that. Yeah. And so to have him on, I actually still kept the, um, the pamphlet book that you get, like you pay whatever, five bucks or whatever it is yeah. for that, for that day's game. And so it has like all of the high school players from all the teams that were competing in the tournament and stuff. And so like, I have LeBron, so I'd like love to have him like sign that or something and one day. To autograph it. Yeah. I, I saw my ticket stub from that game as well. Um, I held on to that, yeah. Um, and so I think that would be cool. Two hometown guys just hanging out, you know. I think I think those would probably be where I would go.
0: Yeah, uh, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. I think Shannon probably would have been my fifth. Like, if I yeah, had to yeah. give you a number, I want people that are like uh, who I perceive to be like authentic and real, and like are going to give me real answers, and not. I don't want scripted answers. I also wouldn't want to like deal with like a whole bunch of red tape, you know, like, yeah. Oh, you have to go through this guy who then goes through this guy who then contacts the person or, you know, I have to give you the questions ahead of time to like, so you can right. rehearse and practice. I want someone that's just going to like show up, answer like, we're going to hang out for an hour or whatever it is. Hmm. Um, if I drink beer, you know, maybe we, drink, maybe we crack a beer, <laughs> but. Which is so also I think that's, something
1: interesting we can get into, you know, uh, gage is yeah. making his life so yeah i think that's an yeah. interesting thing but but yeah i think uh i think this is a great uh, time to end up the wrap up the episode here i hope everybody yeah. enjoyed this um please you know shoot out to our social medias um
0: i know we're on what instagram tiktok uh twitter it's all rad underscore uh talk underscore dg i think is that what right. it is
1: right yeah and, and wherever you get your podcast, we're on spotify we're on apple Podcasts. we're on podbean Um, so yeah, hit, hit us up. Um, and we look forward to talking to you guys again, hopefully next week.